0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolized Dominic Kasich. I played bully because of Dominic Kasich. My life in hockey has been I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Woo! Welcome to I'll Hang Up and Listen. Riding solo tonight on a late night edition. I was present at tonight's uh, final home game uh, for the season. Unfortunately, after they were eliminated... Uh, when they lost 6-2 uh, to to the New Jersey Devils. And um, Craig Anderson uh, calls it a career, hangs up the pads tonight uh, after recording his 319th win and a 30-save performance, uh, many of which, you know, honestly, uh, one goal would have counted. We all know that. Uh, worst kicking motion I've ever seen since Hudson Fashing, which is also this season. But uh, I digress. Still got the win. And he played incredible. Uh, first star honors, whether, whether it was his last game or not, um, really nice emotional moment at the end of the game for him. Um, you know, I'll play my own video <clears throat> here a little bit. But, um, again, just really nice moment here at the, at the end of the game for, for Craig as he didn't get to embrace his own team here in Buffalo, but got to embrace the uh, Senators. Um, you know, obviously – People from his past, you know, they're still with the organization. Um, players on the team that he knows, uh, you know, from maybe his time in, in in Ottawa, players that might still be there. Uh, you know, they, they they made that a really nice moment for him. And um, it was really cool. And uh, I'm glad Sabres fans, not you know, we all embraced it and uh, allowed him to savor that moment and have that moment especially with his wife Nicole um you know there at the end when they brought him out to the Zamboni entrance uh you know his kids his wife you know if, uh and knows Craig's career uh remembers that time and I think it was in 2016 uh, when um you know Craig had announced that his wife uh, had cancer and he actually that the night he announced that to the world he actually got a shout out that night oddly enough um. And then they had that great run to the uh, conference finals, um, and it was you know it was uh, kind of a thing around the NHL win for Nicole, uh, you know his wife Nicole, you know you know the, the league, not just his own team in Ottawa, but the league really embraced it. I embraced. It, I remember, you know, I was all on board Ottawa winning that one because uh, I've always loved Craig Anderson. Um, always been one of my favorite goal, uh, favorite goaltenders. Um, uh, just just class act, great guy. And, um, you know, I think this organization is better to have him than to have not had him, um, even just for a couple of years. You know, uh, it it was it was, you know, I I think him returning this year, especially um, paid huge dividends for the organization in the long term. His professionalism on and off the ice. um, You know, I, I can't wait to hear, you know, maybe Devin Levi talk about him in length to maybe talk about, you know, what he learned in a short time that he's gotten to spend with Craig. UPL as well. Um, I'm sure that having a guy like Craig in the locker room with him, um, you know, has has helped his career, has helped a lot of these guys' careers. So uh, excited um, for Craig, you know, phenomenal career, a couple clicks for him, um, and just, you know, one of the greatest uh, American-born goalies ever, 100%. Um, you know, he's up there for sure in terms of U S born goaltender. So thank you, Craig, so much for everything you've done for us the last two years. Um, in a time where this organization, um, really need needed leadership really needed, uh, you know, to improve its culture. And I think you were a huge part of that. I remember obviously the result for us being much different, but for any baseball fans out there, uh, after the Red Sox kind of collapsed, I think it was back in 2012 or 2013, you know, players were allegedly drinking and partying in the clubhouse during or after games. And, you know, just this, you know, a lot, you know, going on that shouldn't been going on because of lack of leadership. And then, you know, that next season, they brought in some great, great role players like Mike Napoli and Johnny Gomes and, uh, uh, Shane Victorino and they righted the ship and they won the World Series the next year. Um, you know, and uh, granted, obviously, we're not going to win the Stanley Cup this year, but I think having guys like Kyle still on this team, having a guy like Craig in the long term is going to pay something a similar, you know, outcome for the Sabres because I truly do believe this team will win a Stanley Cup in the next decade. 100%. 100% um i think they're going to be too talented to not um they have a lot of their core players in such great contracts um very team friendly contracts with more money to spend this offseason. after you lock up your own in both Darlene and power you'll have more money to spend uh to fix some of the issues that you have on your team so um again great performance from top to bottom and um Extremely, extremely excited for the future of this hockey team. But again, uh, we'll quick, we'll kick it right off uh, with obviously the man of uh, the man of the hour, uh, Craig Anderson. Just um, I, a lot of people questioned whether or not um, he would get this game if it you know mattered in terms of you know the playoffs. I honestly. Uh, never, never doubted Don Granato to make the right call here. Even if we were chasing, chasing the playoffs, uh, Craig's been very, very good for Buffalo this year, uh, especially at a very defensively soft team, for the most part. And you know he's won a lot of games that they, had, they should have won. He's had big wins, uh, like, like the one against Toronto, a very high, very talented, uh, high offensive, ta- high, highly offensively talented team in the Maple Leafs. You know he got, a, he got us a win against them. Uh, this year so uh, I've always had faith in Craig whether to get this start whether we were chasing playoffs or not so um so I uh it, it just felt right being against the Senators I think mean, we all had this game kind of marked down for Craig at, you know looking back at it you know probably even the start of the year you look at the end of the schedules like the Senators you have to believe Craig Anderson gets that game and uh he did, and you know he showed up, uh, played phenomenal again. Um, and uh, I could be more proud to say that that guy was a Buffalo Saber. Um, I remember when he was available the year before we eventually signed him. Um, I wanted him so bad because I think that he would would have brought uh, stability to this team, and that even just for a short time. And I think in many ways he did do that, you know, as I stated before, off the ice, the leadership qualities, you know, we, we look at Akposo as a big part of that, you know, maybe he doesn't give you everything you want on the ice, even though, you know, I got anything I like a 12 or 13 goal season, which for him, that's good. Very good. But uh, where he lacks maybe in speed and, you know, quickness, uh, he, he thrives in overall leadership and, uh, that uh, all those, t- uh, all those guys in that locker room, they look up to him to to post. They look up to uh, Andy. Um, and that's why that's the biggest reason why these guys are here because you need those guys in your locker room. So, um, super. And, um, one second. Here. Sorry guys. I just editing something here real quick. I apologize. Uh, but yeah, couple clicks for Andy, um, and I'm going to pull up kind of the ending uh, to that game here real quick. I'll share my screen with you guys so you can kind of see. It was kind of funny. um, Hurls tweeted it out earlier too, um, that uh, (laughs) Middlestat, after he scored his goal, was looking around to celebrate with his teammates and then realized, oh, nobody's celebrating with me because they're all skating to Andy. Thought that was really funny. Uh, but I'm going to share right here with you guys the uh, the celebration at the end. Um, very well done by the, both teams. Um, I kind of caught it, started filming right when they started kind of lining up r- with, with the Ottawa Senators and, you know, getting his hugs and his congratulations on a great career from them. And then his embracement, you know, of his family. Uh, again, a really special moment for him and a really cool moment to be in attendance for. this was a really special moment with his wife and his kids. I got his wife a cancer survivor back when uh, she was diagnosed while he was in uh, Ottawa. That, that pretty much did it for that at the end. Um, just again, really nice, cool moments to see. I'll, I'll go check you guys out in the Peanut Gallery here uh, from Paramat Pictures. Oh, actually, hold on. Let's uh one moment. Do, 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 do. But uh, we'll hit the Peanut Gallery here from uh, Paramat Pictures. I missed out on the Sabres access during the second period. Got delayed going to the game. and was not able to get my tickets for the second intermission. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not too sure what is entailed with that. Uh, we won. Does not matter? Maybe for nostalgia memories, another moral victory team played with. Come on, Emory CO. Oh, come on, man. Give us. It's a special night for a special guy. Come on. With no intensity, out hit, thoroughly lost face off battle. At least Olsen scored, always too late, irrelevant. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. Dwayne, do the Sabres go on vacation to sunny California's Connor hosting a pool party? <laughs> I have to give it to this team. We do not, we do know how to bring the, bring the waterworks. Yeah, they show up on the big nights, you know, and this was a big night. Who's starting a to goal tomorrow? Kid Cully out of retirement. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd I'd imagine UPL or Levi. Dwayne, that was 2011. I love that last game of the season. My Orioles won in a walk off against Boston. Oh, that's great. Um, I want to be hired as president of hockey operations. Hire Mike Pekka, head coach. Kid Cully, goaltending coach. Dwayne, GM, and Connor, head trainer. Head pool party. <laughs> All right, I'm putting you in timeout here for a minute, Mauricio. Uh, What a great win for Craig Anderson. It's our 41st win of the season for number 41 at the age of 41. Mitz is making me more of a believer. Wish the fans would have had thank you Sabres going. I had fun this year. I mean, yeah, listen. Um, This is definitely a season that we could all really embrace and really point to this as the year it all kind of changed. You know? It's depressing. We're not in the playoffs. Um, 12th year in a row, not not, not making the playoffs. There's no sugarcoating. It sucks. You know, I don't want this season to end. You guys don't want this season to end. You know, uh, to all the great things we can point to, the good things that happened this year, we can point to many negative things too, that, you know, things that were preventable, things that, you know, know, points where we should, games where we should have points uh, and wins and, you know, teams we should have lost to sucks. Um, Especially this could turn out that we can end up not making the playoffs by like one point, you know, that's a win against Philly. That's a win against, uh, you know, the, the blue jackets. It's a win against Nashville. That's a win against Montreal. It's a win. You know, a lot of these games where you did lose and you shouldn't have because you were better. Um, But I digress. Um, You know, there's nothing we can do to change that now. But uh, we can look forward and be happy about this the place this team is in right now from um, the players that are leading the way, the leaders they're becoming. And um, I, again, I, I can't remember the last time I've ever felt this optimistic about, about full Sabres hockey team uh, going into next season. So. Excuse me to know what, what the whistle a little bit. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and also, uh, I do want to talk, uh, and I want, I want to bring it up here too. Um, Devin Levi on um, on a uh, on, on uh, his first goathead night. Um, obviously, you know, to get your helmet painted, uh, it's no easy task, um, and uh, it, it's it's time consuming some, some, in some cases, you know, it could take up to a month to get done. Um, and Devin Levi got very creative and he designed his own helmet, uh, with black, red, and white Sharpie. And it turned out really cool. Um, I'm going to pull it up right now. One second. Again, I will share my screen because I think you guys got to see this. Um, let me pull that up real quick. Uh, Devin Levi designing his own helmet. I thought it was absolutely incredible. Um, let's see here. Here it is. Share my screen with you guys. Let's see here. I thought I thought this was absolutely incredible. Um, just look at the design. Obviously, you can tell that he, you know, drew that himself. But what a job, you know. He went with it. he embraces the Star Wars theme. You know he, he's mentioned that he loved that uh seeing the Phantom Menace the meditation scene and that's why he does his uh the routine he does uh, during uh commercial breaks when they do the ice with the with the shovels you see obviously you have the red lightsaber the dark side uh, embracing the dark side one side and then the, obviously the patented saber everything with a red outline the I'm assuming those must be stickers with the B which is pretty cool. Uh, the red horns coming out, um, super cool that he did this, you know, crossing lightsabers kind of like, you know, electricity coming away from them. Um, here's a shot of him wearing it, uh, during warmups, obviously. And then the front of it, the 27, uh, super cool. Um, that's another reason I love this kid. Right. Um, yeah, it's, it's another reason to embrace him, how much he's embracing the culture here in Buffalo. And just another, you know, another reason to say, hey, I think we found our guy. I think we found our goaltender of the future. Uh, super cool to see that he embraces the goat head as much as we do and loves it as much as we do. And went out of his way to get creative like that. He could have wore an all black helmet and called it a day, maybe threw a few stickers on it. He got super creative with it. And uh, I like that a lot, man. I don't know if he's gonna raffle that off, or the team will raffle that off, but it, I'd throw five hundred bucks to that helmet and heartbeat. That that's a super cool design and super cool concept. And you know, if I get a chance to, you know, win that a raffle or some type of auction, it's gonna go right up on the in the uh, next year's uh, background for sure. You can guarantee guarantee that one hundred percent. So um, another thing I do want to talk about too uh, is I truly I really do believe because of the lack of attention it got um, especially with how long he's been with the organization um, I think Kyle Ocposo returns next season um, obviously uh, this was a night for Craig um, I thought with the wind and how um, how things went you know how well he played and we all knew that, you know, this being game being against Ottawa, him being 41 years old, that this was more likely than not his last game of his career. Uh, you know, great send off for, for Craig, but you know, we do have Kyle Postos at the end of that six year contract he signed where many Sabres fans over the years have been very critical of owner, you know, not ownership, you know, well, actually you know, ownership for signing him that deal management for signing him that deal and him never really living up to those expectations at least offensively, but over the last two seasons, he's definitely lived up to the expectations of becoming a leader and the captain of this team. And I'm hella proud to say that he's the captain of this team. Um, but, um, I think with the lack of attention that Kyle got tonight, and again, even though Andy kind of had a, not kind of, he did have a longer career in the NHL. I mean, Kyle's been here for a long time. Um, the fact that there was no attention paid to really him at all makes me believe that I think Akposo is back next season. Uh, I'm not going to say they're going to give him, you know, keep him as captain. I'd imagine um, he'd still be captain. Uh, but I don't know. I, uh, I feel like there would have been a moment out there for Kyle too. Like I thank you Kyle chant or, you know, if we were to believe that this was going to be, you know, his last go around as well. So I think uh, don't be surprised if Kyle Post was still with the Sabers next season, uh, at, in, in an active uh, position as a player. Um, Gergensen's too, I believe his contract is up, but I think Gergensen might be back as well. Um, he's a guy who probably would play at league minimum to stay in Buffalo. Um, I think that's the biggest thing he wants. Is I think he wants to be still wants to be part of the solution just as much as Kyle does. And um, I think they might run those guys back again. Oh uh, Excuse me for the yawn. Um, I, I, I definitely, I definitely think that you're going to get at least um, your captain back and potentially one of his assistants. Um, obviously you'll have Dolly back, but I, I, I have a good feeling that, you know, they would want to bring back her as well, which, you know, makes this a numbers game. I, I think it's, all but a foregone conclusion that Victor Olsen is gone a hundred percent. You know, these last two games are more of like a formality. Um, You know, hopefully scores a few goals, maybe upset trade value for at the draft, um, which is where I think a a trade like this would happen is at the draft. Um, Notching his 27th goal of the season. Um, I, I definitely think that, I apologize again. Huh? I'm exhausted. Um, I definitely think that uh, both those guys are back next next, uh, next season. And it makes it tough because, again, it becomes a numbers game. And you have guys like Yuri Kulik uh, in Rochester who's having one of the greatest seasons, and if not the greatest season by an 18-year-old ever in the AHL. And then you have, obviously, Matthew Savoy, the WHL, who, you know, I don't know think he has much more to prove at that level. Or much to do, much more at that level. So those are two guys. At the very least, that are gonna be fighting for a spot in your forward groups. And then you have Ryan Johnson, where you hope signs um, here soon, because there's a lot of speculation and a lot of fear that he might not sign. And you know, it would suck. You mean I think you get the second round pick out of a con- of like out of consolation, but it would suck because I think he's a very high end prospect. Uh, we all have seen it. Saw Grady played it, uh, you know, during the NCAA tournament, and um, uh, he was a very stable presence for Minnesota on their blue line. So um, I could definitely, I, I Kevin Adams has had conversations, he had a Zoom call, I guess, the other day with him and his family. Um, I don't. We'll see what happens here. So, <clears throat> but yeah, I do believe that Kyle Ocposo, uh will return. For, I think, at least one more season. Um, I uh, find it hard to believe um, with there just being no attention being paid to him. I mean, again, it was Andy's night. Um, But with how long Kyle's been with the organization, you think that if the organization knew that this was his last home game of his career, that there'd been more attention paid to it and because there wasn't just makes me think that they've already had discussions that he's gonna come back next season. I'm assuming on a very cheap deal because um you know you can't justify paying that guy more than two million a year. Uh you just can't you can't um I think he gets a little bit more because he wears the C. But um I I, I don't know. I I, I just I, I it's not that I'm saying I don't want him, um, but I just don't want to see guys like Kulik and Savoy be held out of this lineup because we bring back these guys. Uh, but I also value immensely what those same guys bring to my lineup and on and off the ice. Um, <sighs> Sorry again. There we go. Okay, so next thing I want to get into too is uh, Middle Stat. Um, over the last couple of weeks, I wouldn't say I've been like a Middle Stat Stan, but I've you know praised Middle Stat a lot. Um, I think on that goal from Henry Yokiharu, the first goal, is a perfect example of why. Uh, why KC Middlestad has come as far as he did this, has this season. Um, sitting at 57 points on the year so far. I mean, more possibly to come tomorrow against the Blue Jackets. We'll see. But, um, yeah, I, I think he's really cemented himself in this lineup for next season. And um, I think he may have even put himself in a situation where he could be a top six guy. I mean, I don't know. If you can find the wingers for, to, to play with him, and, and, and a, a top six role, you know, I'm assuming you'd want to play him up the middle. Um, do you, do you resort to players from the kids line or do you just find two new guys to play with it? Maybe it, maybe it is Jordan Greenway and somebody else. I don't know, but uh, I think next season you definitely bring you, ru- you run back the Tage Tuck Skinner line. Um, absolutely. But um, I think Casey Middlestad has really put himself in a position where he could be a top six guy. I I if you if you if you if he picks up where he left off next season, um I, I truly do believe it. And then you can, you're looking at again, I mean even before this, you're looking at the best depth this team has had since the breer jury era, without a doubt. Um they both uh I mean him, Tage, Cousins, Middle Stat, um, you know in comparison to Breer jury Roy um, it's exciting to make those comparisons and you know, the type of depth they had down the middle back between 05 and 07 and what we're looking at for next year. Um, it's exciting. It's very, very exciting. Uh, some more comments here in the peanut gallery. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Dwayne meet you, me and Cully are going to a game next season. I need to hear the Cassie, the story. Uh, he loves telling that story. Trust me. Outlet Liquor contacted me, provide me alcohol bottles for my ladies' only pool party. Mauricio, uh, I envy you, bud. Uh, have fun. <laughs> uh, let's keep it real. We need depth and let go of Deadweight, Ocposo, Olsen, Gergensen, Bryson's, Clegg. Again, I, I'm sure many guys won't disagree with you, um, but because of the lack of focus of, uh, to Kyle Ocposo tonight um, and you know, with it potentially being the last home game of his career. I, I think Kyle Post is back. I really, really do. Um again, it's just my opinion. Um get some rest. Coffee helps. <laughs> Cocaine really helps you stay awake. Uh yeah, I uh I'm exhausted. Um absolutely exhausted. Cut ties like Pozo for once once and for all. Uh Casey is beginning to become the Mick Foley of the team. I don't know if I call him Mick Foley. Um but uh, I, I definitely think that uh, Casey has really cemented himself in this lineup. And, again, that goal, uh, the Henry Yukiaryu goal, is a perfect example um, for sure. You know, K- Casey, my biggest gripe about Casey in the past has always been, um, it's not about the skill on the ice. It's always, for me, been um, him never putting the work away from it away from the rink. Um, you know, he always comes into camp, uh, training camp, roughly right on the same weight under 200 pounds, just not a ton of muscle on him, Just really not just meat and bones. Uh, but this year, um, being a hundred percent healthy, um, came to camp stronger. Uh, and he's kind of had to not kind of, not, 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 you should always have to be taking your regimens away from the rig seriously, whether it's dieting, your workout schedule, your routines. Uh, you should always be taking those things seriously. But I think he was put in a situation this year where he realized it's a numbers game and he didn't want to put himself in a position where he could have been the on the outside looking in. Um, and that very well could have happened. But I, I think, you know, after listening to Don Granato talk about it and Kevin Adams, Uh, He's definitely cemented himself as part of the future of this hockey team, part of that core group. Um, And I'm fine with it. I'm completely fine with it. You know, I'll sign, uh, you know, the apology form that fans like to, you know, you know, ask each other to sign whenever uh, we felt like we've done done a player dirty, you know, but um, yeah, I'll sign it. I will absolutely hundred percent sign it um, because uh, I think Casey is really again not just cemented himself uh, on this team uh, for the, for the future, but I think he's put himself in a situation where he can play a top six role a hundred percent. So any other talking points, Tage getting himself closer to 50 goals, uh, 47 on the season. I would have loved to have seen him out there more with his old line mates of tuck and Skinner uh, to put himself in the best position to, to hit that landmark. Uh, a mark that has not been hit by uh, any Buffalo Sabres since, uh, you know, Mogilny and LaFontaine did it the same year. I think LaFontaine had 52 goals and like 145 points in the same year that Mogilny had 76 goals. Um, you know, it's been a long time. So, I mean, it's unlikely it happens, but who's to say Tage can't go out there and score a hat-trick against the Columbus Blue Jackets? We'll see. I don't know. But um, again, you know, again, uh, Tage getting his forty seventh of the season, uh, middle stat, uh, with you know a, a a beautiful beautiful overtime goal, and going back again to what I was mentioning earlier, the assist he had on the Henry Yoki Haru goal, uh, it's those things that he did on that goal are the things that he hasn't done in the past, and he went into a board battle uh, on the half wall uh, fought his way through it, didn't get knocked off the puck in case he was able to come out of this, you know, giant pile of guys along the boards. He was able to come out with the puck and feed it back to Henry, who'd put a shot on net and found its way, you know, past, uh, I think it's Sorgard. Um, uh, again, I'm sorry if I butchered that name, but I believe that's the correct, um, uh, pronunciation. Uh, Possibly. I, I think, I think uh, I've heard his name said like that before, but uh, yeah, I'm I, actually, let me see if I can bring it up. I'll see if I can bring that goal up here real quick. Um, again, just extreme hard work from Casey Middlestat. And it, it was the first thing I noticed. I was watching it as it happened. Um, and I was very, very impressed because again, it's things that, he hasn't um really you know done in the past. He's always kind of shied away from the boards and those dirty areas of the ice and middle stat um he you know he he's finally began to engage in those battles and win those battles, much like he did uh did tonight. Actually wanna to bring this one up too. I'll bring this up real quick. Uh hurls, my co host, uh tweeted this out earlier because it's like Every you know, everybody went directly to Craig except for Middlestadt at first. He went to go celebrate his goal, and uh, he was the only one uh, left out at first. And he's like, "I guess I got to skate down to Craig. We're not celebrating with me. We're celebrating with Craig." I thought Casey. this was funny. Middlestad oh, holds it, scores. Casey Middlestad! <laughs> the whole team has already emptied themselves out to go to Craig. Anderson, like, oh, all right. Uh, what may very well be his final game in the National Hockey League Yet to be determined, but if it is Look at this reception Casey. Again, that's super funny um, uh, I, I thought that was hilarious But I do, again, real quick Want to bring up um, Let me see if I can find it again Do... do, do the play I was talking about on the Yoki Haru goal. Let's see if I can find it. Let's see here. Let's see. Sorry to keep everybody waving. Uh, mo- let me see from Lance Lias He moments like this. You can't write these. These are what make it special. My kids and family will remember this for the rest of their lives. Uh, Quote from Craig Anderson after tonight's game, and got the well-deserved send-off that he uh, obviously the send-off he deserved in what will be his final NHL game. Um, Let me see if I can find the replay of that goal that we're speaking about earlier. Oh, here's another cool picture. Uh, picture with Andy at the end of the game. I'll bring that one up as well. Super nice. Again, you know, they do these nights really well with this team, with this group and uh, very cool. Very, very, very cool. You know, you got Levi out there and I, I believe that is, yep. That's Comrie. Uh Obviously he wasn't dressed tonight, but out there with Craig uh, surrounded with Tuck. You know, J.J., the whole team, uh, just obviously they embrace nights like tonight. Um, And you could just tell just from looking at this picture how much the culture has really changed uh, in Buffalo. Uh, Super proud, super proud to uh, have been a part of this ride this year. And super proud of how far this team and this organization has come from where it was just a few short years ago. Uh, Very cool. So. I just want to find that goal I know this is taking forever but um, once I find it it's absolutely worth it because it really just shows oh and here again here's another picture I gotta I gotta I gotta wear I gotta share this one gotta share this one. Phenomenal picture. Craig and his sons and his wife Nicole a uh, really special moment for him and his family. I love his setup so much, the black and the black and red uh, pads, uh, the Bauer Supremes. Very well done by Craig this season and the return of the Goathead jersey. And uh, I love his setup and his helmet. And super happy that his family got to have this moment with him. Uh, again, very just a great send-off on a great career. Um, and nobody deserved it more this year, for sure. I would, just, would have just obviously have liked to – Found a way to get this to the playoffs, uh, specifically for guys like him, and of course Kyle Poso. And um, there's this right here too. Let's bring this one up. Thought this was really nice and emotional. This is their uh, their video feed of how the game ended. Just great, fantastic. all class for a classy guy a lot of senators lined up to give him love thats a class move by the organization of the, the senators in the last game of the season losing overtime but also show respect to a veteran goaltender who meant so much to the organization, John, to see his wife and kids waiting in the Zamboni entrance. I got the feeling it was it, perhaps. Well, I think that's confirmed now as Craig Anderson takes his time getting off NHL ice, goes out in style with a win and what is expected to be his final NHL game Against his former team, 10 years with the Sens, all-time leader in wins. Again, uh, super cool to see them uh, embrace Craig the way they did because, again, he spent a big chunk of his career uh, with, uh, you know, the Ottawa Senators. And the the honest to God, as as special as tonight uh, was, and to be able to share that with Craig and his family and, And this team, Um, obviously, he's had some of his best memories uh, as an Ottawa senator in that organization. So uh, glad Ottawa was able to brace that moment just uh, as much as we have. And, um, again, very, very happy with how all that went. Um, Just trying to – there we go. That's what we're looking for. Found it. Just want to bring up this goal that was scored um, again earlier in the game. First goal of the game. Here we go. The defense pretty high here. Very, very underappreciated. but and some By many would go unnoticed. But this is where Casey Middlestat has really improved his game the most this year. And it's why he has cemented himself in this lineup for years to come. Uh, watch him on the boards here. It starts a little bit later into the board battle, but I digress. Like, just the hard work he puts in to win this battle. free you from know, Soon, the defense pretty high here on Middlestad, who fights through it. Well done. Casey Middlestad tosses it back. There's a shot. That's great. Awesome. But doesn't look like he really saw that coming through the last second, and once again with that glove, not able to handle the puck, and it's in the back of the net. Right here. One more time. I see him digging away. Last year he loses that battle. Last year he gets knocked off the puck. Casey tosses it back. There's a shot Like last year, Casey Middlestad does not win that battle. He doesn't. Um, and uh yeah, I just uh That's where he's come such a long way as a hockey player is doing the little things like that correctly, not shying away from the physical battle and um, not just relying on his skill. Um, I think he's becoming more of a complete hockey player, especially this year um, and this late run that we went on. So um, Middlestad has definitely cemented himself uh, as part of this team in the future. Uh, if you didn't believe him from watching him on the ice, you can believe it from just listening to Don Granado and Kevin Adams talk about him. It seems they truly believe in him. And, um, there's, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> it seems that, uh, they, 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 truly do believe in him to be a part of the core of this team going forward. And, um, you know, I'm in full agreement because I thought he played phenomenal in this like the last couple months. So, uh, with that being said, guys, uh final game uh tomorrow uh against the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets i believe it's a 7:30 start um sad to see this game at uh the se- see the season end like this uh nobody's happy about it me especially um but all great things must come to an end um but i think as fans we all know that this is a playoff team <laughs> next year and um, I'm excited to see how the roster uh, roster shapes out. I think I already talked about it with Hurls. We're definitely going to have a guy like maybe Chris Peters or Cam Robinson on guys who you know know the ins and outs of the of uh, you know the prospects and free agency. And we're going to do obviously a uh, kind of a post season wrap up show. <coughs> Keep coughing. Sorry, guys. Post season wrap up show and maybe predictions to see you know how we feel about this team and, you know, what they'll do in free agency or, you know, you know, in the trade market or, you know, you know what they'll do with the draft. Uh, We'll definitely do a post season show, post wrap up show, and um, we'll have some fun with it. So with that being said, guys, I am so exhausted. Um, But how can you not want to be a part of this tonight? And I, I, there's no way I wasn't doing a post game. So even if I was at the game, um, there was nothing keeping me from uh, joining you guys tonight. So with that being said, guys, um, you all have a good night. You know, Enjoy. Uh, get some sleep. I'm going to get some sleep. I can't wait. But, um, you know, enjoy the rest of your night. Have a good day. Have a good Friday. Friday. Officially Friday, it's 12.02. And enjoy the weekend. And go Sabres. The host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers.